It is a Thursday edition of the Bet Like Mike Show in DailySports.com. Happy Thursday. That means we are one day closer to a nice little Friday. But my name is John Jansen. Follow me at jjansen34. And the star of the show, the 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 I mean, the best host of the show, Mike North at North to North. How are you? Another awkward introduction by you. You'll get it down sooner or later. I'll I get it down. You. No, I think you, it's better you. if it's awkward. It's better if everybody feels awkward about it. Yeah, because we don't have any scripted stuff here. We just go off the seat of our pants. We do pretty well, good. Well, you were two, we and two and one yesterday, yeah. too. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. And you had a one and two day, but that's fine. It's baseball. But the bottom line is, uh, I had the Minnesota game. We went two and one in that game, John. You had, of course, you had taken Detroit the first five. Let me tell you, folks, it was 10 to nothing, okay, after two innings in favor of Detroit. It's 10 to six in the bottom of the fifth. Bags loaded, home run. Here's a guy that would have been one of the worst beats of all time, even if you don't care, <laughs> if you don't cash in that bet. Then I already have the over, okay, 10. The one that I did lose, of course, was Minnesota. They fought to the end, but everything that you said about Hap as a pitcher oh, uh, was absolutely true. He, yeah. he was not bad with the Yankees, but he's horrible with the Minnesota Twins. I will also say this, though. Uh, my, my findings were based on the fact that how pitiful is this? You're Peralta. You had a 10 nothing lead, and you couldn't finish five innings. You got pulled. So you don't even get the win in that game. Yeah, he had his off game. So yep. uh, we do pretty good yesterday. We're ready to talk. I want to congratulate. First of all, look at the border, ladies and gentlemen. Black, white, it's beautiful. It's plain. It's easy. Win. DailySports.com. You got, uh, uh, of course, my guy Johnny J. Uh, officially, he's called at J. Uh, Jansen34, <laughs> North to North. I want to congratulate somebody who stepped up for a weekend teammate, uh, uh, Suni Lee, who ends up winning uh, uh, a gold medal in gymnastics. Uh, last, this is what the Olympics is all about. Somebody else's missed opportunity because somebody else's opportunity, John. So it's good. Katie Ledecky almost uh, ends up upsetting, I guess, the Chinese. I always thought we were going to win any relay and stuff like that. Uh, but she come, they come in second. She ended up uh, uh, almost winning the race. But uh, uh, she's had a great Olympics, too. Uh, we still got basketball to be played. But here's my point. Have you seen how much of the Olympics have you seen? Um, I haven't seen much, uh, to be honest, because it's hard to find. I, yeah, I haven't been able to find it. And a lot of what's happening, I've, I've figured I've realized it's happening during my show. So it's really hard to watch that and and do the show. So, yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's, it's hard to find. I can't find it. Uh, at the end of the day, at the, when I go home, I just turn on Peacock and it basically just shows me highlights and stuff. So I haven't really watched yeah. anything per se. Yeah, I mean, I'm hearing complaints from all over. For instance, I didn't know that this this young lady was going to win the gymnastics competition, okay? Uh, I didn't know when it was even on. I mean, I, 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 you just completely miss it. Now, that's not to say if I knew that it was on, I'm not going to be a hypocrite here, that I would be watching it. I spent my time watching baseball yesterday, okay? And that's something that the Olympics never used to have to deal with back in the day. There was no direct TV. There was no 300 stations. There was no baseball package where you could watch eight games in one night from different locales. If there were, there was no baseball on during the week when Bruce Jenner ran in the Olympics, there was five stations. Everybody in America watched Bruce Jenner. Everybody in America watched Edward Moses. Everybody in America watched uh, Bob Hayes, all the great Olympians all the way up until recently with the advent of the satellite dish, 
and I mean, in the popularity of it, John. So I think it's such a fragmented audience. Uh, some people like even the Winter Olympics more than the Summer Olympics, but it's not like it was where you had five channels, three of which were pertinent, and if the Olympics were on one of them, you were going to turn it on. Yeah, well, I, I think I, I think streaming services are going a little bit too far ahead for their audience. Um, the Olympics are a very casual, like I just want to turn on NBC or whatever. It's been on NBC for a while, but just turn on NBC and watch. That you can't do that anymore. Like you can't just turn on NBC and watch the the sport that you want. It's all over the place, and you know now you got to go to the Peacock. But some some of it's not on Peacock. Some of it's on the NBC Sports Network, and some of it's on the Golf Channel. Like it's just there's so many different right like streams and channels that they're using. I think people are not not I guess a little confused. And then by the time they try and figure it out, they're like, I don't want to. Like I I just wanted to sit down and watch it, and I can't even find it. It's frustrating. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, it remains to be seen. I know we're second in medals right now. We'll see what's going on with that, and uh, you know, by the end of the week, and uh, and and henceforth. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, I keep hearing that he he just dismantled them yesterday. Okay, he was a employer with a gripe. He doesn't really want to come back. But I always said right on the show and on other shows he would come back because he wasn't going to lose twenty to thirty million dollars. And, and the bottom line is, Green Bay doesn't care what he did yesterday. And in some circles, he came across good, especially with the national media. Oh, the people that don't have the guts to go up to a boss and say what he said. Believe me when I tell you this. And, of course, the Green Bay Packer fans aren't too happy with him today, having disparaged their town. And, with you know, he's not bigger than the Green Bay Packers. We know that. But, uh, you know, people go to play for certain football teams, regardless, I mean, you know, of of where the town is, based on who the quarterback may be, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. I will tell everybody this. Aaron Rodgers said people come to play for me. If you got a chance to play with Tom Brady in Tampa, no state income tax, nice weather, or Aaron Rodgers, he's losing. He's losing. But that's not to say that he is not the attraction there. I'm glad that he did put in his team did involve his team as the place, but without Green Bay, there's no Green Bay Packers, no Aaron Rodgers. What did you think of yesterday's press conference? Yeah, I he just remains to be a very calculated person. Uh, he came up there with receipts, and he came up there with very specific details about very specific conversations that he had with himself, that he had with the organization. Uh, that guy is about as calculated as you can get. And, uh, he certainly showed that look, I, I believe him on some of this stuff. Like I'm sure he did. He said he mulled yeah. over retirement. I'm sure he did, but you know, I think ultimately he did want to play. He does want to, you know, end up getting another super bowl and one more year in green Bay. And, uh, it's just incredible to me. He came up with receipts. That guy's a, about as calculated as you can get when it comes to this stuff. Except for the fact he said he'd never play there again. So he's full of shit. In my opinion, he said he'd never play there again. He's playing there. So as calculated as you want to say, Aaron Rodgers is playing for the team that he said he would never play for again. Uh, well, so I, the I think that was in that effect was wrong. Well, I think he he never went out and said that. He said he was always sure very passive about it. And he said, you know, there's some stuff that's going on. Like he never flat out said out loud um, in, in front of a microphone. Like, I don't want to play for Green Bay again. Uh, it. It. Kind of was just he used, I guess, other mouthpieces. He used other reporters, I guess, but never. Well, I, I don't ever remember the hearing that from him. 
I remember hearing from a few people that believed him. I never believed him. And the bottom line is he was calculated, but he was taking a torch to him. He's back with them. He's working for them. They're paying him. And the nonsense that he could recruit. First of all, it would be called tampering. Okay, number one. Okay, number two, if I'm a wide receiver and Aaron Rodgers needs a receiver and they got room under the salary cap, I'm here to tell everybody, I don't need him to call me. I'm going to tell my agent, let's go. And Aaron Rodgers would probably welcome me. Bottom line is you should always listen to your employees, your top employee. I think that's a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers basically has told uh, people in the past. I do agree with them on this. I never liked the way they treated Jordy Nelson. I never liked the way they treated Clay Matthews. Jordy Nelson, people said yesterday, well, you know what? Does Aaron Rodgers know there's a salary cap? Does he know that? Because guess what? You know, a lot of these guys were finished. Jordy Nelson, the next year, after they just unceremoniously told him to get lost, caught 63 balls for the Oakland Raiders. So, I mean, I thought he had as good a year as Allen Robinson in his first year with the Bears at a lot lesser price. I wanted the Bears to look at Jordy Nelson. Now we're finding out, John, that, of course, and I agree with him, I've always fought for my employee, for employees uh, where I had any kind of power. So I had no problem with him taking up for his former teammates. Yeah, and look, he's the most important position on the field. You know, maybe you should be asking him, hey, what you know, we're thinking about doing this. What do you want to do? You know, what do you want? Because we need you to be comfortable. You're our number one guy. We're because the Packers aren't going anywhere without Aaron Rodgers. So, like, maybe you should make that guy comfortable. Look, it's the reason why Tom Brady said, Hey, Bill, look, see you, man. Like, I like this isn't working out. Like, I want to be somewhere where I can be valued and my opinion matters. And so he goes to Tampa Bay, and then all of a sudden they're doing everything he wants. Hey, bring in Antonio Brown. And they're like, sure, we'll do that for you. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, the quarterback should be approached by their front offices and be like, hey, especially if you have the ones like Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, like those guys should be at the table make, helping with those I would decisions. say this too. If it was Antonio Brown, Brady versus Rodgers, Rodgers is a loser because of the weather, just because of no state income tax, because of Tom Brady. I mean, I mean, keep hearing, like, I understand Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, but there's a guy in this league that plays in a nice, warm place with a Super Bowl team that he put together, seven Super Bowls, no state income tax. I don't know how much I could say, say that enough, where players really view that beautiful environment. Uh, Green Bay, he's right. If you're going to go play for Aaron Rodgers, and not many people have, then you know what? Uh that's what he was griping about, too. Uh, I'm trying to figure I know. I remember the days when Reggie White went to play for Green Bay. Nobody thought that would ever happen, you know? No, I, and he I, went there, I, and that turned out to be a huge seeing one thing, of the, you know? And seeing one of the greatest, guys. greatest, yeah, seeing one of the greatest Eagles players of all time in another uniform. Oh, man. That, that, that hurt. Exactly. In a cold-weather <laughs> climate. You know what I'm saying? In the same type of climate that he was leaving. I mean, and he won a Super Bowl, though. Hard. That It hurt. It hurt. Yeah, that had to hurt, my friend. I mean, I didn't want to. I, I wasn't alive, but, but I mean, just seeing one of the best Eagles players in a different uniform, that certainly does hurt. Trust me. Well, I was, of course, I was alive at Gettysburg, but that's beside the point. I'm going to tell everybody <laughs> this. Uh, when, 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 when he signed, when Reggie White signed with the Green Bay Packers, take it from me, John, 
they, we were stunned. We were stunned. It was not considered a destination. He made it a destination. He helped him win a Super Bowl. Yeah, and Philadelphia had egg all over their face on that one. So they let him go, bottom line. So, you know what? Things have changed since then, but I'm not going to. Aaron Rodgers, I still think next year he there's an out for him, but that doesn't mean he can't come back, you know. I think if they give him a little more leeway, you know, I remember the Bulls asking Jordan, what do you think about Rodman? They weren't going to make the rule until Jerry Krause talked to Pippen and Jordan. He couldn't go and say, let's get Rodman. Because Rodman had had a lot of problems at San Antonio. So this has been going on. And I agree with Aaron Rodgers wholeheartedly that that's something that should be looked at. Now, is there anybody on Philadelphia on the Eagles? that has that kind of sway? I don't think so anymore, is there? No. Well, that's the reason I think they got rid of some of those guys. You know, Doug Peterson wanted say in some of these things, and they kind of told him no. Uh, uh, Carson Wentz wanted some say at the table, and they kind of, you know, listened a little bit, but they got rid of him too. Like, no, this is a – it's been a power struggle between Roseman and a lot of different coaches. And it just seems like every single time Jeffrey Lurie sides on the Howie Roseman side of things, uh, it happened with Chip Kelly. It happened with Doug Peterson. And I guarantee you at some point, it's probably going to happen to Nick Sirianni because that's just the snake oil salesman that Howie Roseman is. Yeah. I think you could rank your teams in the NFL by who are the teams that have the players that the boss would listen to. We talked Aaron Rodgers. We talked Tom Brady. I don't think the Bears have a player. The Bears don't have a player. No. I, I don't think Khalil Mack gives a rat's ass. He's ready to line up. You know, I don't he's think ready to tear a quarterback's head off. Yeah, that's all right. he's worried about. <laughs> I don't think Philadelphia has a player. Uh, I think Big Ben, maybe, is yeah, a player for that sure. they listen to. I think he's a guy, Russell Wilson, that you brought up. I would imagine it's quarterbacks. Uh, I think Tannehill with Derrick Henry is a combo. Uh, could get some, maybe they're listened to. But I would say for most NFL teams, they don't listen to their players. They really don't. I heard Mike Tannehill, or the, the guy that's uh, an analyst for ESPN, yeah. uh, say that he would listen to Aaron Rodgers. Then I looked at his record as a general manager. He hasn't been <laughs> Probably one wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. and then There's I a reason why he hasn't time. been one in four years, I guess is what you're trying yeah, to say. Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't listen to, you know. I mean, my God, are you kidding me? You got to be out of your mind. Now, ladies and gentlemen, what all of America leans to. All of America. Now, yesterday we ended up going two and three. So we've had a couple like so so days. Okay. I went one and one. I was very fortunate. I mean, I couldn't believe that Detroit was an underdog in this game. And then uh, uh, they're, they're beating, they're pounding them 10 to nothing. And then Minnesota comes back. It was a crazy day. Uh, yesterday came more to form. We'll see what happens now. Um, you want to go first or should I go first today, my friend? Yeah, I'll go first. And I will say I, 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 the first one I'll I'll at least mention, I was going to take the reds today. Uh, their money line has jumped from like minus minus one twenty to minus one thirty five, And it's getting to a, a price point that I don't necessarily like, but uh, the first one I'll take is just the, the giants at plus one Oh five. Um, I think the giants, yeah, they didn't play well yesterday. Uh, certainly not a good game, but David Price is on the mound for the Dodgers, and I'm not necessarily uh, thinking that he's any kind of juggernaut. And Johnny Cueto's good at home, so I think the Giants bounce back today, get a nice plus 105, uh, nice money line winner for you. 
All right, and I got a run line for everybody. Uh, Detroit, uh, I think, is going to just be tired from scoring 17 runs yesterday. <laughs> what usually happens to a team the next day, they do okay sometimes, but they don't score the same amount of runs that they have. They're playing Baltimore. Baltimore, uh, you know, as a bad manager, I don't know what Brandon Hyde is still doing, being the manager of that baseball team. They just look disorganized. They don't do the right things. They don't hit the cutoff, man. When I get Baltimore on my system, it just makes me sick. But minus 140, I'm taking Baltimore <laughs> against Detroit, plus one and a half. I don't make these picks. The system makes these picks. They gave me the pick yesterday. I knew Peralta was going to take a beating. I um, John and I almost won three bets in one game. Uh, <clears throat> what? But we went two and, and one. Just an uh, absolutely wild. Baltimore bonkers game yesterday i i don't oh. i don't know if i don't know if i can go back to uh detroit or minnesota anytime soon i, I don't oh, i don't want to go God. through that again <laughs> i can't believe you know the white Sox got a free ride in that division especially today hernandez got the cleveland indians apparently traded a second baseman hernandez with 18 homers mm-hmm. to the white Sox. can yep. you believe that it was in the division within the division they just told us here Take this. We'll help you. Not. I haven't seen that happen since the Sox traded Chris Sale to Boston, and they won the World Series. That solidifies our second base, even though I wanted Adam Frazier. Okay, John, next one. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Yankees. I want to see the first five money line price before I do it, uh, just because, yeah, it's minus 145. So I'll just take the minus 130. Uh, Garrett Cole's been pitching a little bit better as of late. Uh, and the price is definitely a lot reduced. If he was going up against a pitcher with an ERA of five, uh, he would be a minus 160, minus 170 favorite. Now, he hasn't been that pitcher for the past couple of months, ever since the spider tech stuff got taken away. But I think it's a nice little spot here with the Rays not hitting well. Uh, minus 130 for the uh, New York Yankees, which actually first pitch is in about an hour. So that one's going off soon. Yeah, a lot of great baseball today for everybody out there. I'll give you a lead. I don't have a convincing argument for this yet. Of course, if I lean this way, I might end up playing it. Boston minus 115 against Toronto today. Take a look at that one. Uh, another lean that I like uh, includes John's Philadelphia Phillies. Maybe take them on oh, no. the run line. Today. <laughs> oh, no. Who's, is Nola pitching? Who's pitching for Philly today, John? Uh, for the second, the first game's actually being played right now. Uh, the second game, it's okay. going to be Vince Velasquez against Patrick Corbin. Uh, oh, for today. Yeah. Not okay. Good. Never mind. I'm staying with my Baltimore pick as my only pick today, my friend. And nice. You got uh, and I and have, um, so far. yeah, Giants and the Yankees. And I will actually take the Los Angeles Angels on the money line. They're plus 110 right now. Um, it says Dylan Bundy on some books, but it seems like Alex Cobb is the one that's going to go. And if Alex Cobb is the one pitching, I want that. Uh, 7-3, 3.82 ERA. Uh, now, with Bundy's pitching, you know, I, I got to check the pitching matchup because I'm getting a little bit uh, different. But uh, this nice. is going to be if Alex Cobb. And if Bundy is, uh, you know, that might even still stick with that. I know he's pitching poorly, but Frankie Montas has not been pitching well. And the Angels have been crushing the ball as of late, thanks to... Uh, one Shohei Otani. So this yeah, is kind of just picking on up. the athletics, not playing well. Yeah, I didn't bring this up the other day. I lost the Pittsburgh game uh, the other day because they changed pitchers. I didn't bring up the pitching at the beginning. So listen to John when he talks about the pitchers. I ended up having to keep that pick and eat that pick as they started some mm-hmm. guy Viciato or something. They had a 7.70 ERA. So they got torched. 
and I end up losing that game because I didn't give out the pitcher. So make sure you pay attention to John. Yeah, so Alex Cobb won't him. start today, uh, so you're going to get Dylan Bundy. So just ride that with a bit of caution. Uh, just make sure, look up Dylan Bundy, see that you're okay with that. But uh, I think I also might still just take this plus 110 just because of how poor the uh, how poor the athletics have been, for sure. So you got the Angels, the Giants, and the Yankees. I'm just going to go with Baltimore on uh, the plus one and a half. I was glad to win to go one and one yesterday. The one thing you don't want to do when you lose three the week uh, the day before is go zero and two the next day because then it right. starts getting into your head. No matter how good you think you are, you think they're trying to get you. You think they're after you. You think the system isn't going to work. My system works. I never lose two days in a row. Worked out yesterday. Make sure you tune in to John on the gambling tonight. You're working tonight, right? From eight to eleven. Yes, I am. Eastern. Eight to eleven tonight. Yep. All right. Make sure you follow Johnny and everybody out there and win daily. Go to windailysports.com. Make sure you follow at windaily. We're doing very, very well. Check out all the cappers and everything else. John, say goodbye to everybody, my friend. See you. So long, everybody. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.